0: it's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Hello, hello, beautiful black women. My name is Bree. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. We are intentionally creating a space for black women who are looking to get to where the healing resides, the joy, the abundance, and everything in between, right? So... Do I dare do a podcast episode with no notes? That's debatable. I'm not sure if I'm going to upload this podcast episode or not, but we are going to see how (laughs) non-controlling... So I'm putting my... What is it? Putting your money where your mouth is. I want to see how free and open... And authentic and real, I can be in this episode without notes, which can be a crutch for me. I feel like I need to have notes because I want to keep the conversation going in a certain direction. And so while I am authentic and myself in my episodes, I do typically more or less have some type of note or something in front of me that I can fall back on if necessary. So I want to see what happens today. So in today's episode, I want to talk about... Look, I had several episodes or ideas that I could talk about for today's episode. Um, but again, since I'm going with a non-controlling, non-perfectionist, non-perfectionist um, vibe or mood here, I'm going to just pluck down one of the episodes from my mind and I'm just going to flow with it and we're going to see what happens. Are you down to do that? <laughs> Hopefully so. I want to talk about meditation, y'all. Stillness meditation, where I've been with that for the last couple of months, etc., etc. I want to talk about the benefits I have noticed and um maybe even give some ways that you can get started with your journey when it comes to stillness and meditation and things like that. Does that sound okay for you? If so, let's get into it. Um I do want to give a notice that I'm at the park. This is probably honestly going to be where I do I don't know. I-, I might do all my episodes through the end of the year at the park. It just really depends on the weather fall is finally starting to fall in California. Today is just a perfect day. I went for a walk around the block Excuse me, around the block of the park a couple of times. And um, I got some sun on my face. I got um, the, a little bit of wind in my hair, sun on my skin. I feel amazing. I feel good. Um, I feel a little tingly. I don't know. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. But maybe I'll start doing my podcast permanently from from the park. Um, all right. I like to, first of all, always start the show inviting you to just drop into the space, sis. Get intentional with me as I dive into today's topic if you can. I know that sometimes you're at work. and if that's the case, listen, do what you got to do. But if you are in a place in a space, in a mind mindset where you can just drop into the conversation with me, be present with me, uh, sip some tea, you know, light a candle, do something. You know, we just want to make sure that at least when you're listening to the podcast, like I want this podcast to be an opportunity that we're at least, at least at minimum one time per week, it's all about you. It's all about you. So yeah, get, get, get into it with me. Um, and then also I have been like saying like, what is one thing that I've done for self care, in the previous week or last few days or this month or etc and you know since I'm doing this off the cuff I've really got to take a second to think about what have I done as a form of self-care I'm just gonna go with my gut because something popped up immediately and I'm going to say that I had a hard conversation with someone and that was a form of self-care I don't know if you know this about me um but your girl's not perfect your girl has things that she is working through. And one of those things is just confrontation. Maybe this should have been the episode. I don't know. We'll see. Depends on how long I end up talking about this, right? Again, no notes. I'm going with the flow. But you're going to get fed today something. We're going we're gonna to touch your spirit in some way today, okay? But confrontation. Confrontation. Listen, I had to speak up for myself i had to make a request of someone i don't want to go into the specifics of that because it's personal if that makes sense um but i can tell you like having that conversation having that ask it was hard for me it was uncomfortable for me i do not like confrontation period i don't like confrontation um, and I, and this may seem surprising or may sound surprising because if you've listened to the show before, I've told you, especially when I was younger, like I was just very um cuss word coming cuss word coming unfuck withable in a certain sense because I had a lot of shields up, a lot of guards up, I still have some guards up. It is not easy for me to be vulnerable all the time, and especially depending upon the circumstance. Um, I'm still very closed off in certain things. This is all a part of my healing work, right? Just getting to the understanding of why I have these, these I guess, let's call them habits or these characteristics, if you will. And... Even more so going beyond the why, because I feel like it is really helpful to understand like where you came from, how you were built, what your foundation is, what your core is, what you have kind of built yourself up on. Right. But even beyond that, because that is important. Right. But even beyond that, like how does how does how you like how does your foundation cause you to make moves? because I feel like a lot of us are on autopilot and based on the type of support we received or didn't receive, the type of uh, words of affirmation we received or didn't receive, the type of environments we grew up in, our circumstances, how much money was flowing in the household, what kind of fights did your parents have or or did not have, what kind of conversations were you privy to, did you have to be the parent when you were a kid, were you able to be a child when you were a kid, um, did you like just all these things, right? Hold on, I'm gonna um. Roll my window down. So, give me one quick second because, again, this is being all recorded and nothing will be edited out to my knowledge. And it's getting a little hot here. So, but um, yeah, so not just understanding, like, I feel like the route to healing, at least for me, is not just one thing. It's about understanding how I was formed, how I was created, but then also how I take action based on those circumstances, right? Um, it's just a multifaceted, multi-layered kind of thing. So for me, getting back to confronting people, I have struggled with that all my life. I have struggled with that all my life. The impression that I received when I was growing up, when I was a young adult, when I was a little kid was that it is not safe for me to confront anyone it is not safe for me to have a opinion a strong opinion especially that is different than what the majority says my opinion needs to be or like what the consensus needs to be hold on there is of course an ice cream truck You cannot make this up y'all And I swear on everything, this ice cream truck is going like 0.5 miles per hour as soon as it got close to my car. (laughs) But yeah, so I was not, my environment, my upbringing, my experiences um, taught me that it is not okay for me to complain it is not okay for me to have an objection it was not okay for me to voice a differing opinion I could not safely have certain emotions without either being berated or told that that's not okay or you know having that difference in appealing of difference of opinion or having certain mood reactions um it wasn't safe because no matter if I did that Thing was not going to change anyway. Does that make sense? So it was like, what's the point of being angry um, or having certain emotions when this circumstance, this environment, this condition is not going to change? Do you follow what I'm trying to say? <laughs> so for me, I think I just got into this rhythm of, well, not I think, because I, I've talked about this before, like concealing the emotions, just having this very stoic face um, or... Like I said, if I wanted to really just show you I was displeased, I would like lash out, I would be very sarcastic, I would um, just do these things with the intention of being petty or hurtful or spiteful because I didn't know how to express my emotions in a healthy way. I didn't know how to feel my emotions in a healthy way. That's just what it was. So now you have a whole ass adult who in her 40s struggles with, and I'm not blaming anyone when I talk about these things. I want to make that important. I'm just giving you my truth. I'm giving you my point of view, my perspective uh, of how things happened in and around me, right? When I was younger, that's just what it is. My point of view, my story, and I should be okay with being able to to speak to that, I think in the, our community especially a lot of times we're taught like you speak against the family. I was trying to have like a mob bo- mob voice there, but I don't think it worked. Uh, but if you speak against the family, you're bad. If you tell anybody what's going on in outside this household, um, that's bad. You will be punished for that. Don't go out in the street telling my business. Duh, 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 duh. I, I definitely do that. That is a part of how I conceal if I'm struggling. If I'm having a hard problem, a hard time, you're not going to know about it, for the most part. You're not going to know about it. You're not going to hear about it. Uh, even on the podcast, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I do share. But I know that there are some things that I don't talk about. I don't talk about. Um, and that's just all things that I'm working through. That's all things that I'm working through. But as far as confronting people, I think, or I know. So I talked about this, and this is going to be a trigger. I'm going to talk about molestation here, okay? So trigger alert. Um, My earliest memory of confrontation uh, is bad, is when... I was, and I'm sure I had other memories beyond that, but this one obviously sticks out because it was a very pivotal event in my life, right? When I was maybe 9, 10, somewhere in there, maybe 11, I'm not sure, and I had my family member molest me, um, I was so afraid to tell anyone I was frightened. I was terrified to tell anybody about this. And finally, I don't know how long it took, months, a few months later, a few weeks, I'm not sure. I don't know what gave me the courage to talk about it. But I finally told my mom. And very long story short, one of the things that I was told was in a very angry way. Why didn't you tell us, tell me about this sooner? Why didn't you tell me about this before? So I, and I internalized that as, oh, this is bad. I made a mistake. I, I did something wrong. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, when that family member was confronted, because trust and believe they were confronted, like my mom didn't play that. Um, It was all just like, more or less just like swept under the rug like by the the family, the family like it's all my family but by them like it was all kind of just like blown over like well you know what I'm saying they might have gotten on punishment for like a week or something like it was literally it was like no big deal that I had been violated so for me confronting them really served no purpose does that make sense? Even though my mom did go through the the she did the work of confronting them and bringing it to the table and saying this was wrong and, you know, going doing all that. Um, the offending parties like they it was just like, oh, well, we'll put that person on punishment because they were a teenager, probably like 15, 16 or something in there. And that was that they may have got a punishment for like a week. That was it. So that abuse that I endured was not really worth anything. So again, that was like one of my earliest memories. I'm sure there were others, um, but that one always stands out of like, confronting serves no purpose or confronting someone is bad. It's not okay for me to have these feelings. Um, I should put the needs of others above my own. Don't confront people, just hold it in. Even if you hate it, That that's it. And so I've been working through that for like the last year or so. Um, Actually before the last year, but I've had some circumstances pop up where I'm being tested. (laughs) And so I've had to get comfortable being uncomfortable with uh, someone and kind of sticking to my boundaries and, and doing those kinds of things. So yeah, all of that to say, if, confronting someone if speaking your truth is like you feel like it's problematic like it's not right you feel like you're not going to be hurt so what's the point you feel like only bad things happen whenever you speak your mind whenever you have your have your say I just wanted you to know that you are not alone in feeling that Um, you are definitely not alone in feeling that and I just want to encourage you um with my share and let you know that (sighs) first of all, I feel you and I get it. Right. But the second thing I want to let you know is that unfortunately our lives are not going to change until we make those changes that we need in our life. Like for me, and this is this, this hopefully makes sense for me. Um, that change that, that needs to happen in my life is consistently being able to stand up for myself, consistently being okay with going against the grain if necessary, consistently being okay with having my truth even if nobody else agrees with it, even if nobody else understands it. That's where I am right now standing up for myself, speaking up for myself, having uncomfortable conversations. Now, I'll be truthful here. There are still some conversations I have not had, especially with a specific person. Um, But there are conversations that I have had or things I've I've had to confront um, individuals or a specific individual on. And when I do that, every time I do it, it empowers me. It, it it empowers me to be able to do it again the next time. It's like you move the needle forward just a little bit every single time you do it. So you may not have this huge um thing. Whatever this thing is, like you you may not have this huge thing that you're able to do, right? And that's okay. It's not always easy to go from like 0 to a million on your very first try right just imagine baseball um the game of baseball what are they called baseball not batters what the heck are they called whatever i don't listen i don't watch baseball obviously but you know when a batter goes up to swing and they have their stats or whatever you think they hit it out of the park like every single time hell no right it takes effort it takes time and repeated opportunities um to even hit that ball uh listen over the gate over the gate or whatever to have to to hit a home run that's it i was look. no notes here no notes hit a home run that's what i'm talking about do you think they hit a home run like every single time they're up to bat hell no and just think about how much practice and effort it takes for that baseball player to even hit a home run or to pitch, for example, a quote-unquote perfect game, right? How much practice do you think that takes? How many hours of repetitive um, practice do you think it takes for that person to have that specific skill? And that's what I'm trying to drive home here in my point is that If that, if you identify someone who struggles with this, or really honestly anything, but I'm talking specifically right now about just being able to confront someone, right? To be able to speak your truth with someone, right? Um, It requires a lot of practice sometimes. It really honestly does. So, my biggest piece of advice for you uh, is to start small. Start small. Don't think you're going to hit it out of the park every t- every single time. And you might. Don't don't get me wrong. You might. Because depending on the circumstance, you might be just so irritated, right? It, I mean, it might just have to be a, a perfect chain of events to happen to where you just are like, no, I have got to say something now, right? And you just do it. That might happen too, but I want to let you know that if it hasn't quite happened yet, it's okay. But the difference is knowing that it's okay and knowing that you want to change and be a specific type of person, you want to identify as someone who no matter what is confident in, in um, showing up for herself in that way, being able to... Um, be more confrontational, and I think confront being confrontational like I think that gets a bad rap. Maybe the best way to say it is to be able to um, not shy away from conflict i don't really know, but when I think of being confrontational, I think about being able to stand up for yourself, no matter what and bringing things to the table um, so maybe that is more so like conflict confrontation i don 't know if the words are interchangeable, so hopefully you hear my heart when i 'm saying this. But ultimately, sis, I just want to let you know that you're not alone in this. It's okay. The difference is when you know better, you start to you you start to do better, no matter how small you think that is. Um, because what we can't do is know we want to show up in such a way or know that we, we want to do better, I guess, in certain areas of our life because we deserve that, but then not take the necessary steps to get to that place right so it's not about victim blaming it's not about shaming it's not about any of those things i just know that for me because i was dealt a certain hand in life if that makes sense that is just like rooted in trauma violence abuse um poverty lack like (laughs) just all the things that you could probably think of i probably have all of that attached to my family in some way. It's, it's sad. Um, but knowing this is not enough for me. And I think you kind of get to a point where you're just like, okay, I'm ready to kind of like shift beyond this identity. You know what I mean? Because I know these things and I know that they'll always be a part of me, but I know that I'm empowered to create changes in my life that I And better experiences in my life and abundance in my life and peace in my life and self-love in my life and joy in my life and healing in my life and self-acceptance in my life and like all those things that are our birthright, right? I know that I want to identify as that person that is worthy of all those things and can have all of those things and has all of those things, right? So I know that I have to take that next step and start to shift into that person as small of a baby step as it takes every single step of the way. I'm okay with that because I know that, again, big changes, lasting changes don't necessarily always happen over light overnight, excuse me, especially talking to those of you that have that deep rooted, painful trauma that you can't seem to like. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body. So I love that Ritual's Essential for Women is USP Verify, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that so to help fill that gap i've been enjoying Recess mood as a guilt-free way to unwind Recess mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day Recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way give recess mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel you deserve a healthier way to unwind head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15 percent off recess mood your go-to alcohol replacement move beyond it takes time and not only does it take time but it, it takes different things for different people in different seasons. Sometimes you just need some therapy. Sometimes you just need somebody to, um, guide you, right? Sometimes you just need to, um, journal it out. Sometimes you just need to move your body like every single day so you can release that trauma, that anger, that anxiety that I can tell you is one thing that has definitely helped me. Like when I know that I got to do some hard shit, y'all, but <laughs> I know that I got to do some hard shit. And on top of that, I know that not only do I have to do it, but I, I must do it, right? Because there's a difference. Like knowing you got to do something, that's great. We, we need that self-awareness, which I, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of people are not self-aware. They're just not, right? Um, but it's not just about knowing the things. It's also about, okay, I got to actually take the action and do this. That's where the change is going to come that's where I'm going to see my life start to shift in these small but beautiful ways. Um, so one thing that I do, and I'm glad I had this tip pop up into my mind, when I got to do something hard, man, oh man, sometimes you just got to hype yourself up when it comes to confronting someone about something or trying to resolve some conflict or just showing up and and, and, and having your say. Sometimes I got to hype myself up. So I will... Um, yeah, I will give myself the biggest self talk in the world. I will maybe do some <laughs> This might sound silly, but I'm just listen, if I can't share here on the podcast and, and be open to being vulnerable and sounding silly, then where else can I do it, right? Um but sometimes like I said, I will hype myself the hell up. I might do some jumping jacks, I might um go into the mirror and like point at myself and talk in myself I'm like, girl, you got you know, like We got to be our own best hype man. Can't nobody else be our best hype man. We got to be our own best hype man. There are people that will come close of course. And we want those people in our corner. But you. Only you know. The things that you need to say to yourself. Or um, what experiences you want to invite in to your life. That are going to have you feel. However it is you want to feel. Does that make sense? So for me. When I got to do something hard or even if it's not confronting something, but I got to confronting someone, but I got to do something hard. um, Yeah, I got to get hype because in my mind, the trauma, the trauma brain or in my in my in my mind, that thing um, that I have to do. It just feels so incredibly scary or so incredibly hard. Um, Sometimes real talk. And I know I'm a grown-ass woman, but I'm telling you, this is what I do. Again, vulnerable moment where, I mean, this can be embarrassing. But sometimes, depending on what it is, because there's certain things that I still struggle with in a deep, deep way. Um, I have had to have support. Like, when I've had to make a specific phone call, for example, to a creditor, I have had a girlfriend... Right next to me, I'm like, can Can you just sit here with me while I make this call to whomever? Um, and they'll be like, Yes, girl, absolutely, right? Um, thankfully for me, I don't need that type of support for every single thing that I do, but for the really hard things, where it's like, either this is gonna be something that I just will not do, period, because I'm so scared um or I know I need to do this. I know I'm terrified and I will only do this if I have some type of support in some way. I would rather do it that way. Knees knocking, hands trembling, voice shaking. I would rather just do it in that way. But I can tell you the key to it or one thing that I've noticed is that again, I keep I know I keep saying this, but this is so true. Like once I've had that conversation, the next time I have to have it, it is so much easier. Sometimes we just got to get over that first hurdle, right? That, that, that thing that you just like in your mind, you're like, I cannot do this. I'm not that person. It is too scary for me. It is, you know, every time I've done something in that realm, I've been beat down or thing like whatever that message is, again, self-awareness, whatever that personal message, we all have our own internal monsters, if you will, that are telling us why this is so bad for us, why this is so scary for us, why you won't be able to do this or why you shouldn't, you you can't do this and you shouldn't do this, right? We all have those internal, that internal chatter, right? I promise you that chatter is in most cases probably trying to keep you safe, right because it's again we've been conditioned to feel like we're not worthy of having whatever this this feeling is or this thing is right um, there's a car passing and another but I promise you that once you um Do it at least once or twice. I'm not saying that now magically it's, oh my God, it's so easy. I can just do this in my sleep. (laughs) I'm not saying that. I mean, and it may become that. But I can promise you, you'll never know until you start getting into that rhythm of doing it. So, yeah, that is definitely something that I am working on. Just being able to, again, confront. How about this? Confront an issue, okay? Because, again, my mind is still processing that word confrontational. And I don't have the definition in front of me. But when I kind of ponder on what confrontation means to me um, or being confrontational, like examples of confrontation. How about that? I imagine like somebody going on Maury. Remember the show Maury or Maury? Was it Maury? Whatever the show was where people would come on stage and they're like, well, I got... um, I don't know. I got five baby daddies. I don't know which one is which. And then I got... Or I got a secret and, you know, whatever it is. And then people come out and then they're violent. Like, I don't like violence. (laughs) Uh, That's that, And I think that's another reason why, in my mind, when I think about confronting someone, I think of violence. I don't like violence. I can watch movies, certain movies. And, yeah, I'll watch, like, drama and people, like... How can I make this distinction? It's hard. I have watched videos of people fighting, right? Um, I have watched scary movies, of course. But generally speaking or overall, like certain levels of violence are very uncomfortable for me. Uh, I just don't like violence. So depending on the scary movie, like for example, case in point, you remember the movie Saving Saving Private Ryan? Maybe depending on how old you are or how young you are. You may or may not. But there is a movie. I don't know who's in it. I feel like Tom Hanks, but that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Tom Hanks, Saving Private Ryan? I really don't know. Um, but the movie is about the war. Even, uh, I was going to jump to another movie, but I'll get to that in a second. But literally went to the movie theater with my current boyfriend at the time. This was back in the 90s, I think. I just chose to take a nap in the movie theater. I know that sounds insane, but just the first couple of minutes alone, to my knowledge and my recollection, there was so much violence. I just, I couldn't take it. I couldn't do it. Even watching Glory, even watching Set It Off. Like, I cannot tell you how much I cried at the end of Set It Off. I just boohooed. I had to like go to the bathroom right after the movie ended, go to a stall, close the door, and sob 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 so yeah I don't do violence very well and I can tell you that a part of that is because when I was growing up there it's always like when I was growing up I feel like uh what was it American Pie this one time in band camp if you saw the movie you get the joke if you know you know but yeah when I was a kid I saw I saw domestic violence. I saw people getting hit. I saw people getting abused. I don't like violence. I don't like violence. Um so when I think of confrontation, that's kind of like what my mind goes to. But realistically, you know, I am working on being able to confront someone about things. I'm I am working on being able to be in conflict with someone, but in a healthy way where my boundaries are respected, where um, I feel safe to be able to stand up for myself, right? So I'm working through that. It's a work in progress for sure. But all of that to say, (laughs) that has kind of like been my focus for the week when it comes to self-care. We are 30 minutes into this podcast episode. Do you remember what I said when I first started? Like, I might end up just speaking to this one thing. That's exactly what ended up happening. So I am just, I just went with the spirit on this. I think that it was important for me to really expound upon just, like, being able to stand up for yourself. And we know that this is an important conversation because as a black woman, having a black experience... You know, how many times have you seen Black women like shut down, have their emotions shut down, have be t- told or taught that what happened to you it didn't happen to you, or it didn't happen to you in that way, or it just never happened at all, um, or you know, just feeling like you're not worthy of having your needs met, feeling like you know I just better take the scraps that I can get, I better just take what I can get because. You know, that person will leave me if you're in a relationship or um, that opportunity will be taken away. And if that opportunity is taken away, I won't be able to support my family. So I'm just not going to say anything, even though, you know, something inappropriate happened at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so many nuances and, and layers to this when it comes to being able to feel safe enough to stand up for yourself. You follow? So I just want to encourage you, honestly, just to take some time and, and reflect. Hopefully this this conversation that you and I had, even though it really was just me talking, hopefully it just shines a little bit of light on, on your history. Hopefully it shines a little bit of awareness on if you have that same struggle, what it might be rooted in. Hopefully it shines a little light on... Some steps that you can take right now, starting today, to allow yourself or give yourself permission to to stand in your truth. And if someone does something that steps outside of your boundaries, if someone does something that um, is not acceptable, if someone does something that, even if it was a mistake, like sometimes we're even afraid to tell someone that a mistake, just an honest mistake you know, has been made because you're like, well, what if they think I'm angry? What if they think I'm mad? What if I am get shunned? What if what if nobody likes me because I talked about X, Y, Z? Like, there's just so many, like I said, layers to this, right? So I can see why it doesn't feel safe to set a boundary, why it doesn't feel safe to speak your truth, why it doesn't feel safe to uh, be on the outside of what is the norm and acceptable in your family. I can see why it doesn't feel safe to have certain conversations with family members um, where you felt like things happened and it, it, you know that they're going to deny or downplay events or things like that. Like it's, it, it, I'm, I'm thankful, if nothing else, that our healing is up to us and it doesn't depend or rely on someone else acknowledging Our truth, or someone you know apologizing and asking for forgiveness, or someone, for example, when we were dating someone and they just break up with us. I'm thinking back: Have I ever had that happen before? I don't. Um. Yeah, actually, I have. I I, in my relationships, I have been broke. I think one time someone broke up with me, and it was honestly for such a BS reason. But that was his truth, like whatever. But. Generally speaking, I haven't really had it happen to me, but someone breaking up with you, and then you you want to know why, you want the answers, or you, or or you breaking up with someone, for example, let's say they just lie about a lot of things, or they just did things, just did you dirty in different ways. You want to have that closure so that you can heal, right? You want to have that closure so that you can be okay with moving on with your life, whether you broke up with the person that they broke up with you. But I'm just so thankful that. We may want that closure in some capacity. For example, if you have a narcissist uh, um, for a parent, for example, you may want that parent to finally see the light, finally see you, finally love you, finally honor you, finally see your worth and and apologize and or come to you and say... um, you know, I, going forward from this point, like, I just want to make sure we have the best relationship. And, you know, though we, we want those kind of things, right? It kind of sounds like a fairy tale, um, we, but we want those kind of things. They're not going to always happen, sis. They're not going to always happen. And so if you're waiting to to heal, like if you're healing and your life is hanging on the balance of someone doing those things, Respectfully, And I say this with so much love to you. It ain't going to happen that way mo- more often than not, because a lot of times people don't even have the same type of self-awareness um, to even be able to get to that place. Some people never. They are so rooted in their pain. They are so rooted in their trauma. They are so rooted in their egos. They are so rooted in their identities. Um, no matter how harmful they may be, that you may never, ever get that. But the beauty of it is, girl, the beauty of it is, sis, is that you don't need that in order for you to claim the healing that you deserve. You don't have to have it. It would be lovely to have it. It would be beautiful to have it. It would just, you know, help to put a nice little bow on, you know, just the experience But you don't need it. You don't need it. I promise you, you are empowered to start your healing journey now. You are empowered to start setting boundaries now. You are empowered to start loving yourself now. You are empowered to start changing your story now. You are empowered to start changing your money story now you are empowered to start accepting yourself now you are you are empowered to start having healthier relationships now you are empowered to change your circumstances now you are empowered to see yourself the way that god sees you now you are empowered sis you are empowered you're empowered now not tomorrow not when this happens not when this thing comes through not when somebody apologizes to you not when the stars align not when everything is perfect not when you do all the things not when you show up for other people in such a way that now you have value you are just as you are right now right now you feel me right now just as you are just as your circumstances are right now right now I don't know who needed to hear that maybe it was me maybe I am her and she is me but I hope that you are able to start now that person that you know deep down inside of you that is just ready to just come out and shine, right? You are that person. You are that person. This is not a totally separate person. That is you, right? But the thing is, we get so downtrodden by all the layers of fuckery, excuse my language, That it's hard for that version of you to kind of like rise up. Ice cream truck, again. But I promise you, sis, it can start today. So baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. It's okay to start small. But I promise you, the more that you operate from that inner you, that inner you that knows no matter what you are worthy now, things are going, they they have to. Things will not stay the same. I promise you that. They won't. They will not stay the same, right? Anytime you change something, things change. When you continue on in that rut, when you continue on operating in that place of just being unhealed, And 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 not allowing yourself to start making little changes. Like when you when you start to make changes, the changes happen. But when you stay in that place, that stagnant place, nothing is going to change. It it just won't. Nothing's gonna change. So I just want if you don't hear anything else, I want you to know that I, I I just know that you're empowered to make these changes. I know that you're empowered to have the life that you deserve. I know that you're empowered to have the life that you're worried, wor- worthy of. I know that you're empowered to bring to light that that version of you that you truly identify as. You may think that the hurt parts of you are your identity, like that's, that, that's just all you are. I promise you that's not true. I promise you it's not. And I promise you that those hurt parts of you, they don't have to limit you. They don't. You are worthy of everything and more, right? Man, oh man, oh man. I swear I did not mean to talk this long about just that thing, but I wanted to speak from the heart. No notes. Let me see where the spirit takes me. And that's what we got, right? So I'm just going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Um, I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to thank you so much for sharing the show I want to thank you so much for showing up every week to do the work. You may not think that you're doing the work when you listen to the brown girl self-care podcast and no, I'm not a licensed professional. I'm not a therapist. I'm not saying that I am a self-care coach, but I'm not like, you know, a doctor or anything like that. Right. It's just my opinion, my thoughts, things that are helping me, um, as a black woman so that other black women too can get to where this life that we deserve resides right um but yeah so this is the work us sharing our stories us being vulnerable us having these conversations within our community like this is the work this is doing the work this is a part of doing the work okay so you're doing the work sis i want you to know that you are doing the work each and every week that you show up you are doing the work that is the work right so that's it for this week's episode. <laughs> let me know your thoughts on this episode. Should I do more episodes like this where I just kind of show up and just speak? No notes. Let me see where the spirit takes me. Or are you kind of like, mm, Brie, girl, stick to the notes. <laughs> I am curious to hear your thoughts. So you can always email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that is connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T at browngirlselfcare.com and I also want to mention if you love this work and you want to support my efforts you can always um, support me over on Patreon patreon.com forward slash Care. yeah I appreciate every single type of support you provide alright so that's it for this week's episode have a blessed week do not forget to vote midterms I should have mentioned that at the beginning of the episode but it just came to mind you already voted right I know you did. Okay, sis. Um, So that's it for this week's episode. I will see you next Monday with another episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Have a blessed week. Prioritize yourself, sis. You are amazing. You are abundant. You are beautiful. You are vibrant. You are blessed. I love you. I will see you next time. Bye.